So Lahika, how was your day today? What did you do? I submitted my master's dissertation and it was so hectic. First of all, right, listen listen to this. I went to Ryman's to get it binded. bound, bound, binded. It's not, is that a word? And I called up ahead in advance because I wanted to know how long it would take. The person on the phone's like, it's going to take more than four hours. And I was like, I don't have more than four hours. And I go and the woman does it in five minutes. Why would you say four hours? And then the new year is starting. So there are a bunch of new students with their suitcases trying to get books. And I'm like, please just let me pass and give this in because I want to be done with this degree already. But I'm done now. You're done. So freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> What's your dissertation on? It's on competition law in the aviation industry. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Vedanti. I'm Lekika. And I'm James. And this is our podcast discussing the Throne of Glass book series by Sarah J. Mass. And this is book number two, so podcast number two for Crown of Midnight. Yes. And we kind of did this because... There's we saw so much excitement from fans about this series, yeah. Because the last book in the series, Kingdom of Ash, is out on the 23rd of October. Well done, and uh, we wanted to see what all the fuss is about, and so we read the book series, indeed. And um, and we're gonna be sat here talking about it, exactly. Yeah. And the book is published by Bloomsbury. You can follow them on Twitter at Bloomsbury Books for the latest updates from the new book and yes. other books as well, yeah. yeah. And this week we're discussing the second book, so go on with Dante, tell us about it. So Selina Sardotian, royal assassin, is the king of Artland's deadliest weapon. She must win her freedom through his enemy's blood, but she cannot bear to kill for the crown. And every death Selina fakes, every lie she tells, puts those she loves at risk. Torn between her two protectors, a captain and a prince, and battling a dark force far greater than the king, Selena must decide what she will fight for, her liberty, her heart, or the fate of a kingdom. Mm. <laughs> ooh, ooh, indeed. Ooh, indeed. It's... It's... A very fast-paced book, this one, you guys. We get to see a lot more about about her friendships with all these three different people and how her actions are affecting them. Also, the cover for this book, I need to say, is very pretty. It's all red. <laughs> I, just, I really like it because it's this really was, nice red. Yeah, this was her favourite cover. She really likes Selena at the back, right, in that beautiful it red dress. And she was she's always been telling me, she's like, this one, even though... She likes the, the next book better. She's like, the cover of this book is insane. And yeah, it is. It's pretty good. She's in a dress and she's swords. I, like, I find that so cool. That's like, a good, good topic to start on, right? It takes us to our our first thing, which is, is it a contradiction, right? That, like you just mentioned, she's in a dress and wears, is wearing a dress and has a sword. Is it a contradiction that she knows how to wield and use a sword, but she can also appreciate these beautiful gowns? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a contradiction because, like, if you're good at one thing, you can't just, like, not do anything else. You'd like. Right. To, so, for example, she could wear a really nice dress. That doesn't mean she's not allowed to wield a sword. Yeah. She's good at both things. You can't just, like, put your 
would do one thing only like you can multitask and yeah, besides he looks cool doesn't he like half the contradiction the, the red dress hides the blood as well she's planned it she's planned it all no you're, you're I completely agree you're right that the fact that her sword fighting and her dress wearing not related they're just different amazing different aspects of her and if they clash if she's fighting in a sword eh, even better it looks just looks and sounds even more cooler in the book that's true it's also challenging gender stereotypes bang five minutes in and got that yes this phrase in there (laughs) um you know this idea that you have to be like really whether you're a guy or a girl very masculine to kill people we spoke about this in the last episode too and here she is like embracing her femininity but also saying you know i've got this other side to me as well yeah and not just being like a one-dimensional character which i think isn't necessarily i think women tend to end up being one-dimensional more than guys it does happen to guys and girls in books but tends to be more to women yeah yeah kind of you just they just get one aspect it's either they're really like feminine or they're really like warrior type and And she's like a good mix yeah and if they're really warrior types it tends to be like a slightly emotional detachment about yeah. them yeah. as well. Do you it's think they cold and Yeah. Well, do you think that Selena the murderer, as we branded her last episode, <laughs> is cold? Or do you think she's starting to unravel this more emotional side? I, I feel like she was cold in the beginning because she's like, there's new people and all of the people she's probably talked to, she's probably killed, to be honest. Wow. So I feel like she's now started to show them like what she actually what she's like so everything that's inside her because of course you're meeting new people you're not going to be completely trustworthy like straight away or tell them everything you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like she's not cold per se she's just cautious it's very it's a nice it's very nice way of describing no that's true i think especially in this book we start to hear more about her we start to learn a bit more about her past, a bit more about her motivations. And that, I guess, kind of endears her to us as this amaze, this girl who can dress up and look absolutely stunning, go to dances or etc. And as this assassin who has all, has this trem- traumatic and tremulous yeah. past, past and is just so badass, practically. Yeah. And that book cover, I guess, just summarizes how amazing how amazing she is she's mm. like a mix between the three so she's like feminine and she can wear dresses and she can fight and she's emotional it's like it's it everything. a venn diagram she's right in the middle. yeah but yeah. do you think that reflects like ignore the murdering part of it <laughs> do you think that reflects more what humans are actually like because you were saying before that you can be more than just one thing yeah i do think it reflects what people are like because everybody has different aspects to themselves so like some people are good at like playing football like some of my friends are really good at playing football but they can dress up if they want and it does like it links to what we are in everyday life so no yeah my best friend is she is starting her masters in game design right and she was telling me the other day about how she's the only girl in her class and how it's she and then she's my same friend who then also loves dressing up and so it's just different aspects of a person it's just it's not that oh 
game designer is the only aspect of it. There's just different, different parts. Doesn't your brother as well do like textiles or something? Yeah, so mm. my brother, he studied fashion at uni. Well, both of your brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our brother, that's just mine, not our brother, studied fashion at uni and he's working in, with a fashion designer now. And so it's just, and he was the only boy, or one of the only boys was, in his yeah. degree. And so it, and I remember I was telling Vilanti this the the other day because she's started GCSE that I was the only girl in my GCSE technology class. So it's just one aspect of your life doesn't define what you are as a person. And I think that's what we we're starting to learn about Selena is that this different parts of her, and you'll start to link more, I guess, to different parts. Yeah, she doesn't really need to choose what she wants to do because yeah because i feel like when people are like good at for example like three different things you don't need to choose you can still be good at all three and do one for example no whilst you're doing your gcse's though <laughs> you've got to focus on your your revision yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. just focus on the studying <laughs> <laughs> the next thing i want to ask you with that is that you know even though like we said at least a thousand times now Selena's killed so many people before, right? But she is the king's champion, but she's choosing to not carry out the assassinations he's requiring of her, even though it's putting her friends at risk. Is she doing the right thing? Yes or no? And then elaborate, obviously. Don't just be like, no or yes. I am not sure mm-hmm. about this. Great. I gave you two options. <laughs> no, I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. I haven't... Because I feel like for not, because she's not carrying out the assassinations because she feels like they're innocent. Mm-hmm. And she, of course, she's Selena. She's probably done some extra like research about this. Okay. And she's probably found out that like they haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. But even though it's putting her friends at risk, when her friends find out that she's been killing so many like people, wouldn't they think less of her? So. Isn't she gonna lose her friends either way? Ooh. Even Ooh. yeah. That was an area I didn't think about. But my point was, she promised the king four years of her loyalty in return for her freedom. Is she doing a disservice to her promise by not killing these people? <laughs> Your face is like. <laughs> Would you really believe her promise in the first place? Just yes. Why not? Because of course she. Ha- okay, she. Dislikes the king. By if you've read the first book, you will know this. I hope you've read the, the first book, guys. <laughs> and I feel like her not carrying out the services is a, of course, it's a distrust to the king. But it's not like she's signed up to like take care of the kingdom. So she doesn't. I feel like that's a very minor part of what she's doing right thanks thanks <laughs> my answer's a minor part of what selena's doing no she is in my opinion right about what she's doing she although some would say who is she to decide if the person is innocent but she's so she's set against the crowd she's she wasn't happy as if in the first book you realized that she wasn't happy with the king and when you meet her in the second book again you're like okay she's doing these things against the king and she's trying so hard to hide them so she doesn't really want to hurt her friends it's just if that happens it happens not because of her because she is like it says trying to hide it a lot 
from Dorian, Kaol, and Nehemia. So she doesn't want to hurt them. It just, she's trying to do what she thinks is best. And I guess that's what makes her, or is starting to make her a hero, is that she has good intentions for what she does. Maybe they all turn out wrong, we don't know, but so far, it seems to be okay. Risky, but it's okay, I think. Yeah, I agree, because if the king finds out that she's not carrying out these tasks, I feel like if he didn't, like, her friends would end up hurt in a way. Because mm-hmm. the things she does at the castle and etc, etc, they are going to end up hurt because that's what happens. in general so i feel like she's sort of doing the right thing yeah and as long I as mean, she's I've, like safe as long as she's safe no she's an assassin so let's not forget that she'll be fine no yeah. but her friends i guess they know the risks by being friends with her they'll that understand because they signed up for that as soon as they put her i wanted to i wanted to be, be her friend so they decided like it's a, she's an assassin. Mm-hmm. Things that are gonna happen to her are gonna affect them. So they should understand what she's doing. Good friends would understand. Yeah, fake friends would. Okay, <laughs> okay. There's a story there. Fake friends wouldn't. Um, do you feel like elements like this of the book, although obviously this is a fantasy book, uh, and sometimes it. It's pretty extreme fantasy. Do you think that these sorts of themes do help make it more relatable? Have you, whilst you're reading this book, where you like, oh uh, yeah, but anything that made you think about your life? Yeah, I feel like stuff that like happens to you if your friends don't understand, then like, are they truly friends? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but like in primary school, I would I would yeah, relate I, to it a oh, lot. Geez. To be honest, because. Her, like, because in the book you find out how they will react to her not killing these people. And how they there is a slight lack of trust still. I mean, because they're still pretty new friends. Yeah, so... And that... The lack of trust is understandable. Yeah. And that kind of links to your... Vedantiza, year five was the year of the lack of trust. That was the year of And terrible. it was so terrible that the parents and siblings of the students involved were... I just had a permanent headache that year. Let yeah. me just tell you. And I was so happy when they moved on to year six. God, like, finally, the drama's over. And uh, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It just got worse. We just got older. We were like, you need to go to a high school different from all these people in this class. Or I'm going to cry. <laughs> they <laughs> all went you. to the same high school. It was a very fun. But she's in a different one. And by, by Lord, we are happier. So happy. But oh, there's like a whole sequel in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Year five, the, 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 the year of all years. No, just fr- no. But talking like you said, friends. Just it's it's important that they understand you. And obviously, they've just these guys have just met, and I guess it'll take time. Of course, it'll take time. I mean, you can't just trust someone with your life immediately. Exactly. Because that's and what essentially they're doing with Selena. And so, hopefully, if she thinks they're doing the right thing, they'll understand that. Yeah, Caltaine. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. Cal Tate, after the first book you would have read, you would have realised that she was imprisoned mm-hmm. because she was manipulated. Ooh. Well, in my opinion, Strong she was word. manipulated. <laughs> right. And 
she gets a very thorough punishment. So, do you think she deserved it? So, we know that she was in alliance with somebody who wanted to hurt Selena. And so she gets you, you, manipulated is a good word. Manipulated and used. And then when she when she wants to confess, not confess, but when she says, I'm in alliance with another person, they don't believe her, right? And they throw her into prison, which is where Selena sees her. And your question of does Caltain deserve what has happened to her? I think the answer is not as clear as yes and no. Because yes, she wanted to hurt Selena, right? She, she did bit too selfish yeah she wanted dorian she didn't like the fact that selena was closer to dorian than she was yeah and i think that was that that may be the reason why she, she does deserve it but then the fact that she got manipulated into ha- trying to harm selena and which 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 did harm selena and then gets thrown into prison with no like there was no trial Nothing, you know, she didn't get a chance to say her part. I guess it's a bit a bit too Unfair. harsh on Calvin. Because I feel like when she was thrown into prison, she didn't get a chance to say what she wanted to because the person who manipulated her was very, like, strong and high in power. So I guess it wasn't... It's like 50-50. She, like, deserved that part, but then she didn't deserve what happened to her after. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she was manipulated, basically. <laughs> but but she she conspired to do something. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't actually do it. And I think this is actually something that Lakika is studying law mm-hmm. that does come up in the news sometimes about people getting arrested and, and getting done. We'd say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just for like planning to do something. Yeah. So the the thought of it, the, the there's a whole. Oh, the law. ministry is. Yeah, so see, she remembers she rem- she revised criminal law with me in first year. So that when there's a crime, there's mens rea and actus rea. I'm not going to go into more detail, but actus rea is the actual act, but mens rea is the planning, like buying, like yeah, buying the supplies to like kill a person, for example. So the fact that she had the mens rea to do this thing and then did start to do this thing and then just because her co-conspirator pulled out, I mean she put thought and planning into it and so so i guess in that sense she did deserve what happened but not in the sense that she was manipulated by her well do you think Co-worker. i'm just i feel like we all know the answer in this room yeah but do you think just because you conspire to do something you should get the same punishment as if you actually did it hmm. Ooh, i think so yes because if you conspire to do it you're gonna you're planning to do it yeah so how Unless, can that be proved? How can it be proved that you're going to do the exact thing they're saying you're going to do? Unless you have a way to like map our thoughts. It's yeah. not really possible, is it? But I feel like maybe the punishment shouldn't be like the exact same because doing something is like different than actually thinking it. So I could have like thought, oh, I'm going to make this, but I didn't make it. So <laughs> but it's, a, it's a tricky area yeah. of the law when it's just the planning stage in comparison to the action. When there's the action, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Because you're like, they've done it. Boom, this is the sentence under this act. But when you catch people in the planning, it's hard because you're like, is this just them planning and are they ever actually going to do it? And you don't really 
don't really know. People do like hypothetical planning. Yeah. And and obviously the preference is always to stop somebody from being able to do something. Yeah. Then wait for it to happen and then arrest them afterwards. (laughs) Exactly. That's... But do you think just even the nature that you would think about doing something like that, you know, is that... Not the the fact that you would think to plan to kill someone. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. So, I'm not saying what necessarily what I feel about this, but some people would argue that that's bad enough. That you went as far to go. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna write out a plan to kill someone. You know, <laughs> some people might you know might be on the train or whatever and go, oh, I could kill this person yeah. out of frustration but not actually then yeah. that's one thing yeah but to go happens a lot you know what this person has annoyed me so much today that i am going to prepare my murder their murder i don't know i'm i feel mm. torn on this because on one hand just even writing down a plan to do something doesn't even mean that you're able to do it yeah yeah exactly. but, to, but the fact the that, that you went so, so far yeah exactly like which like, side is it that's Ooh. that's such a good question, and I'm I'm torn as a non law non law student and a law student, and I want to bring this up to my friends now because I know they're gonna just argue to death over this. Well, ironically, please don't. <laughs> ironically, because <laughs> this is on the record. So. But it just the fact that you've put it down into paper to my law brain is like there is a sense of the fact because it's concrete. And it's written down. It's it's concrete evidence that they they were gonna do it. Yeah, and but, so but, but, <laughs> but what are they gonna do? <laughs> well, no, I don't think it's so much that because I think were they gonna do it, had they been able to, they probably would have. Yeah. But would they have actually been able to do it? Would they? Yeah. They may. Could, they could have tried. Yeah. But okay. could they have actually reasonably pulled it off? But like I feel like if there's like a plan, like a proper detailed plan with like a map, okay. and only reason. you make those yeah, details. Hopefully like... not of killing people, <laughs> but... but it's just one of those back and forth per scenario things, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it depends, depends like, on what. Like, what did they have the case by case basis, as we call it? Yeah, well, please just don't hire me to defend you. <laughs> it's your case because clearly. I can't make a decision <laughs> um, for, for myself. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes and I'm like, I don't know, should I go to prison or not? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's like at the centre of this, isn't it? It's justice and the best way for justice to be served yeah. in in the situation. I don't know. Um, because, ju- again, just because Cartain wanted to do this, I guess the difference is, though, is that she went pretty far in... Yeah. In trying to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe in that case, if you're yeah. basically caught... That's the difference, right? Being caught planning and essentially being caught... Well, in the doing house. it, yeah. yeah. Which is what happened to her. Yeah. She was caught basically doing it and that was probably what tipped more severe punishments yeah, rather than... Yeah, because she did harm the, her. Yeah. She did harm it her. It did negatively She was the king's champion then, so she technically harmed the king via her. Yeah. So, yeah. so that does trigger the... Oh, Bad punishment. <laughs> bad punishment. Yeah, that makes sense. But may, so maybe had she been caught earlier, this would have been a bigger debate. Yeah, yeah, because then seems... there would have been like the co-conspirator thing. Then, yeah, then they would have unfolded everything rather than her being caught red-handed. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like there. if you catch somebody with like a sniper on the roof about to shoot well then you can probably punish them as if they've I don't know lost you didn't yeah <laughs> <As if they're laughs> just like I'm not saying anything yeah. Uh, yeah no if you see somebody 
planning on shooting someone, they will be punished for like attempted murder, for example, because you've caught them in the act of doing it, but the person's not died. <laughs> I've got a question. Yeah. Let's say, seen our coronation street. <laughs> okay. So they push, somebody's in a car. Yeah. And somebody purposely drowns somebody. Right. Yeah. Obviously with the intent of murder, this uh-huh. is getting so dark. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't actually die. Right. Is that attempted murder? Yeah. That's, yeah. But would you get sentenced as if it's murder? Because you'd basically gone pretty far to kill them. It would still be attempted murder because the murder is... Attempted, and, and but I can go into the legal definition, but in the Offences Against the Persons Act, you'd require the person to be dead, as funny as that seems. So a person who, you know, resurfaces, and literally in this case, um, a person who is alive, even though you tried so hard to kill them, it would still be attempted murder. Well, there you go then. That's Catane for you, attempted murder. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Bing, bing, bing. As if uh, I was a, a judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing that happened in this book is Selena approached one of the witches and in this fair thing called Baba Yellow Legs. Fair thing, great. Like, it's like a fairground and she was telling, like she was one of the psychics, you know, the, what some people may believe in. So she she asked her a very personal question, not about herself, about someone else. Mm-hmm. So... I think she asked a question about um, Dorian, I think it was, mm-hmm. and I feel like she shouldn't have done that, because... So you're saying she shouldn't have approached Baba Yellow? Unless it was about herself, no. The fact that she went... To ask about someone else. And what? what's so wrong with that? Maybe she was just worried for Dorian, Dorian's health? Why didn't she okay, maybe Dorian. not his health. Okay, why, why did she just ask Dorian then? True. Very true. Mm-hmm. I think Baba Yellowlegs is this character who we meet in this book. And at first is this unassuming character. You're like, ah, oh, weird name, a witch, <laughs> right? <laughs> in this book where there's no magic, there's a witch. That's and cool. I mean, in this world where there's no magic. And so you meet her. And when you start to read a little bit more about her in the book and when Selena goes to meet her, that's when you start to realize, you know what? Let's pay more attention to this character, right? And But I feel like, Selena was at this point a little bit lost because like we talked about earlier she's not carrying out the king's orders and she's a bit lost from her friends because they're a bit worried about because they think in my opinion don't they think that she's doing she's killing everybody so I feel like she's I feel like that's very true I feel like she's a bit alone at this moment and so when Baba Yellowlegs comes with this fair thing as you so aptly put it then then she goes to this one person who she doesn't know her personally as Selena Sardotian, but will know her as the king's champion and maybe will be able to give her some advice about well, just things in general because things seem to be a little bit dire for Selena. She doesn't really have anyone right now. She's like very lost. Yeah, exactly. Because so, like her friends, she doesn't want to be too close to them because she knows that if she gets found out, like they'll hurt them. And then she doesn't really have any other support from her friends. So. <laughs> don't we all? No, but I don't know. Barbie Yellowlegs is very complex, right? She's a very confusing character because you don't really know anything about her. Yeah, you mean she's her. She's very new and like she's a witch without any magic. Like, yeah, because this is like you said, you know, there's no magic in this world, which, which kind of sucks. 
and there's <laughs> still like I said fantasy and magic fan over here but you then you then meet the switch and you're like okay you know what there's there's other things in this Mysterious. in this in this world right there's other uh, creatures seems kind of rude other types of people let's say that other types of people other beings, and other beings. Yeah. and there's this witch who says that she knows everything or and can like prophesize or is psychic is the best word and i guess selena is going to her like for advice and you start to understand why she's going to her yeah a bit more she's protective and she wants to know bobby ellen likes is very mysterious yeah very mysterious she's the one character you don't know a lot about because we've just met her and yeah. so like I said hopefully hopefully we'll meet her more there's that like mystique almost that like haggardness but maybe a bit less friendly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly exactly less friendly for sure but, do you think like in that moment Selena needed that wisdom she needed that one person who didn't know her as Selena so like they didn't know anything like she was doing so they wouldn't judge her because I feel like everybody's currently just judging her. <laughs> judging, judging, well, judges. Well, right, so she's killed as many people as she has. But, um, but do you think that if, if Baba Yellow Legs is a witch, mm-hmm. maybe she does know something that she's not revealing? Yeah. And maybe she has different uh, motivations for what she's saying and what she's doing. Basically. Because we've only met, what, humans in this book yeah, so far, Yeah, we don't right? really... She's the first non-human we've met. Right, correct me if I'm wrong, she is the first non human. So we have no previous experiences and with any witches or anything. And so it just tells us that even though magic overall is gone, we still have these magical creatures. And we'll have to meet, we'll end up meeting more of them in the next books. And guys, talking about the next books, yeah? The latest book from the Throne of Glass series, which is called Kingdom of Ash, which is the unforgettable conclusion to this series comes out in bookshops and online on October 23rd. So visit sarahjmass.com for all the details and to pre-order the book. Well, we've got a game. Yeah. Um, calls. I'm ready. Name that <laughs> word. <laughs> this is my favorite invention. Um, so Lakeith and Vedanti, you're each going to choose one word uh, to describe your feeling about what happens in this book in the Throne of Glass series, Crown of Midnight, and then we're going to discuss your selection. So, for Dante, I am surprised as Ooh. to the turn of events mm-hmm. because I feel like as soon as Selena became the king's champion, everybody was like, she's going to still serve the king, but this just turned it all around, to be honest. Yeah, I think I'm <coughs> in awe. Okay, I need to stop with these hyphenated words. I'll find, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll bring a dictionary to the next podcast, guys. But I, uh, Thesaurus, more important, more like, in awe of just Selena being just so her, if that makes sense, that she's won the, and she is the king's champion, right? But she believes that the orders he's giving her are wrong, and she's going against them and trying to save these people rather than kill them. And just the fact that she's doing that, putting her life on the line and her friend's life on the line, that she's trusting in herself, that she's not going to get caught. Yeah. It's just, it's pretty awe-inspiring. Self-confidence. Exactly. She's very confident, which is good, but can be bad at times. Well, do you think that maybe at times she can't quite help herself? Yeah, I feel like at times she's so reliant on what she does and like her, like 
assassination skills <laughs> okay. that she's just like oh i could do this because she's like i am selena sort of at the end so she's so she is relying on over herself. overconfidence don't don't be too overconfident i think is the key no. do you think she would have been better to just go down the path that the end of the last book then of class set up or do, or do you think this maybe this turn of events will long term work out better for her? Well, at the end of the last book, her like her part was to just do everything the king tells her to. Yeah. But I feel like this part might just work out better because who knows if she actually did everything the king said. She might just end up working for the king and I mean, we hope this part is better for her because we want her to be as amazing as she can be. So I guess we'll have to wait Wait and see. see. And that, guys, brings our second podcast to an end. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. And and we will see you guys next week for the third book. Yeah. Oh, before we end, what do you want to happen in the next book? Ooh, in the next book, what do I want to happen? I want to see more of Caltain. I want to see more of Caltain. I want to see more of why, you know, she did what she did to Selena. And does she get out of prison? You know, does she... What happens? What happens to her? I want to see more of Selena's past. Because I still feel like we don't know enough about her yet. There's still, like, an air of mystery around her that we need to uncover. Mm-hmm. But if we uncover it, will she still be as interesting? Nah, I'm sure she will. But yeah, no, she more about her past and more about Caltain. I think that's our hopes and desires from the next book. Yes. And guys, last thing before we go, the latest book from the Throne of Glass series called Kingdom of Ash, as you guys probably know, which is the conclusion to this series, is coming out in bookshops and online on October 23rd. Make sure you guys visit sarahjmass.com for all the details and to pre-order the book.